Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we are going to wrap up our listener request series with a question that came up from around five or six of you. And the question was, how do you navigate marriage when somebody's dealing with a chronic illness? And judging by the questions, we're dealing with uh, physical, mental, and emotional challenges. And this one really hits home to me because um, as far as I can remember, I've always dealt with depression. And so therefore, uh, when we got married, I had not been diagnosed, but it's something that my wife didn't know I had. I didn't even know that I had. And it wasn't until maybe 10 or 12 years in the marriage that the diagnosis actually happened. And it didn't take away the challenge. It just gave a name to it. And so that's something that's been a part of our marriage for coming up on 24 years. It's just a part of what we do. And so I speak a little bit from experience, but at the same time, there are um, other things that, that maybe you, the listener, are dealing with when it comes to yourself in the marriage or your spouse within the marriage. And so I want to help you out because when we take those vows that say in sickness and in health, sometimes we don't know the depth of that commitment. And oftentimes, I see couples blindsided by illnesses or conditions that they did not anticipate. And again, that's where I look and I see that within my own marriage. And it's it's challenging to say the least. I mean, let's be real. It's just challenging to see our spouse suffering. And many times we see them lashing out in frustration that's just masking um, the issues that they're dealing with on the interior, we'll see them being irritable. They'll kind of snipe at us. They will be overcompensating in ways. They'll get maybe some codependency, some enabling type of behaviors. They will throw themselves into work or uh, what I can do, just shut down emotionally and just appear kind of flat. And all of those things are many times just masking the illness and trying to hide that which is apparent to, to both of you. And so I want to help you. I want to give you, I wrote down just 10 things, 10 things to to maybe try, 10 things to, to help you navigate a healthy marriage in the midst of dealing with chronic illness. And so the, the list that I give you, it's not in the order of importance. It's just uh, some tips and some ideas for you to exercise in your marriage to help you maintain a healthy marriage in a face of a challenging uh, physical, mental, or emotional situation. So number one, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself about your own feelings, your own frustrations. Um, be honest with yourself about the things that you can do and the things that you can't do. Know your limits. There's no need to be defensive. There's no need to feel the shame about having limits. But know yourself and be honest with yourself so that you know when to get help, when not to get help. To know what you can do and what you can't do. This is such a huge place to start because oftentimes we're not being honest with ourselves and we think that we are the end all. We need the Lord's help and we need other people's help. And we have to admit it and just be honest with ourselves about that. Number two, keep the chronic illness outside of yourself. Keep it outside of yourself. Uh, And the reason why I word it that way is because I want you to see that the problem isn't you. The illness is a separate problem that you both are facing and you both are dealing with. And it's easier to navigate it if you both look at the situation outside of you yourself. Uh, and let, let me kind of paint a, a picture here that um, is my, if my wife is going through depression, she's going through maybe chronic migraines or whatever, I've got to see the migraine, see the sickness, see the depression as something that it's not me causing it. 
it's not a me issue per se. It's something that we are dealing with within our marriage, but we have to see it separate than us. I see a lot of spouses that take those illnesses personally. They see their spouse dealing with it and they immediately see themselves as the source of it or the thing that drives it. Get it outside of yourself and see yourself separate. Number three, use we or our statements. Use we or our statements. Your partner might feel guilty about what he or she is dealing with and what they are, what that brings into the marriage. And so use great we or our statements like, this is our challenge. We will get through this. We will work on this. We can do this. Let your partner hear that as, as guilty as they feel in the moment and as guilty and frustration, uh, frustrated as they are in the situation, let them know they're not alone in the fight, in the battle, that you're not going to leave them, you're not going to abandon. They can do whatever they want to try to push you away, but you're not going anywhere. We are in this together. Number four, this is important. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. I'm talking about getting sleep exercise, eating healthy, uh, make sure that you are feeding yourself mentally, you're feeding yourself spiritually, you need to take care of yourself. Um, Again, you've heard me talk about this on podcasts before, self-care, that's just all about just caring for yourself without the worry or thought of anybody else to me is selfish. But when you have good self-care with the idea that I am filling myself in order to serve others, I think that's a very cool Christ-like attitude that I am feeding myself. I'm getting good um, rest. I'm, I'm having good recreation. I'm working well. I am uh, having the proper leisure time. And the more I keep myself healthy, it's not just so I can be healthy. It's so that I can serve others. And in marriage, that is how it works. We help take care of ourselves in order to pour out of ourselves. We take care of ourselves so we have something to give. Number five, be creative. Get creative. I mean, from nonverbal signs about pain levels or fatigue to being creative about your time together to accessing friends and family support so that they can be utilized better. Just work together and get creative. Um, your creativity is, what, is what's going to strengthen both um, your mentality and your emotions to see that and even though you're dealing with a chronic challenge together, the marriage can still thrive get creative. I've had people say, well, we don't want to leave the house because we don't. I don't know what's going to happen to her or I don't know what's going to happen to him. And that's where creating those signals, creating the, the nonverbal communication where you can go out and enjoy social time. You can go out to the mall or to the store. But having those nonverbal signals, having those uh, creative approaches of, of your time together can give you opportunities to be together and to do what might be termed as normal stuff while navigating the issue at hand. And that's when hope begins to rise. Because many times when someone is dealing with a chronic uh, situation, um, they feel like they can never have any quote-unquote normality back in their life. But they can. And taking those opportunities and taking those chances and trying those things out of creativity can help build hope. Number six, get connected to others in your situation. Get community around you that can both sympathize and empathize what you both are dealing with. The both of you need support. So I know uh, Facebook, as frustrating as it is, many times you can find groups that are dealing with the situations that you might be dealing with in your marriage. Let me give you an example. Uh, My mom deals with Parkinson's, and so that has been a great source. Facebook has been a great source to get connected to people who are dealing with Parkinson's as well as couples who have Parkinson's. 
Parkinson's as a part of their marriage right now. Get some community and get around people that can empathize and sympathize. Number seven, find a routine that you both can count on. Find a routine that the both of you can count on. Stress thrives in chaos. So when it comes to both emotional and uh, mental health, what you need to do is get into a place where you have a solid routine. You've said, heard me say this so often. Meet on Sunday and talk about what to expect in the week. Meet halfway through the week and talk about what to expect for the weekend. Get into a routine that becomes easier for the both of you so that you can plan your days, you can plan your times, you can plan leisure, you can plan sleep, you can plan sex, you can plan um, time with friends and family. Get a good routine that the both of you can count on. Number eight, get help. This should go without saying, but get some help. Things like therapy and counseling are such a wonderful gift to God, from God to us. And you got to find a way to get yourself into a solid counselor that can help you guys as individuals as well as you as a couple. One or the both of you may need to recognize that, yes, marriage counseling is great, but also you may need individual counseling. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Number nine, encouragement is not to be underestimated. Encouragement is not to be underestimated. Let your spouse know every day in small but very, very, very direct ways that they are appreciated, they are loved, that they are well thought of, that you love caring for them and being with them. This is huge. Let your spouse know that they are not a burden, but they are a blessing in your marriage. And number 10, find ways to bring the fun back. Find ways to bring the fun back. And what I mean by that is get smiles, get laughter. They are therapeutic and they're necessary. So get good movies, get good shows together, get solid friendships, do game nights. Do not, do not, do not underestimate the power of a smile and the type of hope that brings into that it brings into the marriage. That's all I've got for you for today. This is a challenging subject, but nevertheless, it's a subject we need to talk more about, that we need to get help about. And if you're in that challenge today, read through this or listen through this list one more time and write down a few ideas and perhaps you and your spouse can have a great conversation about it while maybe getting a little bit more creative and saying, what could we as a couple in our situation do to keep ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually healthy in our relationship? Love you all. Have a great week. God bless.